Welcome to Stage Business. This is your host Geetanjali Devaka. As the season of classical music and dance sets in, rasikas across the globe gear up for an experience like none other. After many decades, popular cultural festivals such as the Margari Festival and the Saptak will be conducting online performances. While some of the artists are relieved about the idea of digital concerts and even dance recitals, one wonders about the lives of folk artists from across the country. More importantly, these 9 months would have impacted the mental well-being of artists who were left with no alternative option. to earn a living in this episode of stage business we speak with gayatri suryanarayanan the founder of samarpana samarpana is an organization that works towards promoting performing arts and also providing adequate financial as well as moral support to artists especially folk artists Gayatri thank you for joining us on stage business is a pleasure to have you on our show how has the arena of performing arts changed since march 2020 thank you geetanjali thank you for having me over with the onset of this pandemic the entire art scene has changed now because for performing arts for folk art or uh, classical art performing life for spectators is one of the most important criterion because as the classical dancer or a folk artist when he or she performs they create an intensely charged atmosphere which creates rasanubhava and this constant exchange of emotions and feelings and the supercharged atmosphere is why you know people actually throng to the sabhas during margari to watch their favorite musician or dancer so this is a very important element and performing to a live audience is an altogether different ball game with a live orchestra the transcendental power that it has is uh, very different from a performance with a recorded music and one without an audience we don't know when we can go back to sabhas and even if sabhas reopen we don't know if we would have a good audience attendance but thanks to technology thanks to social media say a live performance if it's say 100 or 200% now it's online or reduced to half the experience for the audience as well as the artists has reduced to half but still at least dancers and musicians and you know other artists are getting to perform at this point in time and that i think should be considered a great blessing on the one hand we're talking about an experience for the audience and on the other hand yes. we're also talking about how artists can sustain themselves have these online platforms been instrumental in assuring folk artists a certain income of sorts for folk artists it's very different because they're not used to this technology they're not used to social media they live in their village in a happy place detached from the city life from the technological advancement so for them it's a big disadvantage for the covid outreach when we started reaching out to folk artists especially we came to know of so many different folk art forms in the remotest villages and towns of tamil nadu so many 
for card firms which we didn't even know the name of and what they usually do is the summer months from march to august september the other months where they perform and they save up for the rest of the year and from march 21st i think onset of corona and the onset of subsequent lockdowns and four carters especially it shattered their livelihoods because they couldn't afford to have even one meal of proper food so they started resorting to other jobs menial jobs to sustain their life we have also had instances where two to three nadaswaram artists committed suicide because they had some mounting debts loans and they didn't have money to pay back and this was very pathetic and sad state but it's a very tricky situation because they depend entirely on this art form when we're talking about art per se many artists believe that art is not necessarily a business it is something divine it is something that brings them a great deal of happiness in the case of folk artists how does that approach change yes art has the transcendental power makes you a holistic person helps you in holistic well-being emotional physical mental well-being and all of that but that is one part right for you to just live you need money so often times that we forget and for artists to even go forward and do performances they need money so money is basic yes art is divine art is spiritual art can take you to a different realm art can take you and the audience also to a different realm all that is true but for your basic survival you need money to sustain and it's true it holds good for you know classical art forms and even folk art forms so even classical art forms you have artists from economically backward backgrounds difficult for them also to sustain not all sabhas give you free slots or not all sabhas also pay you it's different it is becoming better but most often you have to pay from your own pocket you have to pay for the orchestra member you have to pay for your own costumes you have to pay for the lighting but you don't get anything in return which means if you're from an affluent family from a well to do family or if you're earning if you have some other profession or if you're teaching and earning through it it's relatively easier for you so what about people who just want to perform what about budding dancers who have just graduated who can't teach yet also who are not affluent who are from economically backward back grounds so what about them it's extremely difficult has there been some sort of a distinction among artists themselves like if you're a classical artist the status and the regard you get is different as opposed to that of a folk artist yes that is definitely there but i would also say that there is also because of the state where classical art forms have reached right now and where folk art forms are but the beauty of folk art forms is such that it's raw in the way it is and you wouldn't also expect a change in the folk art forms it can't get refined because it speaks of the rustic environment of the village it speaks of the day to day activities of people in the remotest villages towns and of their livelihood so it is a direct reflection of whatever is also happening in the rural areas classic art forms after 1947 it has refined and sangeet natak academy has recognized eight classical dance forms and it is at a more refined level because of the people practicing it and because of the audience for it but for folk art forms it's a different story altogether but it would also be equally good if we also start appreciating the folk art forms at least know of the different folk art forms is this the reason why often it is difficult for such artists to get some sort of stage space that is very true see for example in bommalattam there are like certain artists 
who still you know have a stage to um, who have a platform to perform they have made a name for themselves but to get that name and fame it takes years and years of hard work and all of that but now with bommalatam there is a troop that you would call always and for koikal gudare and all of that there is a troop that you would call always so like classical art forms even folk art forms have different standards again as i told it's restricted mostly to the rural areas right now few people are taking that effort to showcase them even in cities and all of that but it's not so much how do you think technology can help bridge this gap between the artist and the public at large now technology has been a boon i mean we have come to realize this especially after the pandemic because a lot of programs are happening online a few programs are happening offline and even that is streamed online so one thing is people from all over the world can watch these programs and a lot of organizations which were not act offline have taken up initiatives to run festivals to run these programs online so a lot of people are also now able to showcase their talent online so not just through festivals you do a dance piece you put it online so that trend has started so that is a big shift that we see post pandemic but artists are still very anxious about the future especially for up and coming artists even though people consider this to be a good break but it has been a very long break and people want it to end so that they can get back to performing on stage what do you think would be the best way forward with regards to popularizing the art and to ensure that the artist can sustain him or herself i think basically the scenario of pay and perform that has to happen only then artists can sustain themselves the organizers they have to pay and only they can ask for a performance from them because now it's become like a charity you just call them and perform for you and they don't get paid they get paid very minimally so this is what is happening so this trend has to change but i also hear that in countries outside india where government has been also immensely supporting artists we also have different organizations but it has to be well structured they should also have maybe a salary kind of a structure where by the end of the month they have something they can take home i'm not just telling the government even as people as rasikas even we could help the artists maybe create something like artist fund so even if it's on an online platform you think the attitude should be the same the audience should be willing to pay for every performance they watch yes because even if you pay 100 bucks for the program and watch it's like you're respecting that art form you're respecting the artist and respecting the hours of practice that the artist has put in again in this scenario there are different levels like for an experienced artist there is a lot of audience and for a budding upcoming artist there is less audience so all of that if there is a centralized system that can also govern this it would be better That was Gayatri Suryanarayanan, the founder of Samarpana, sharing her views on financial stability in the world of performing arts. Stay tuned for more interesting interviews only on stage business. You may follow us on our Spotify channel, Business Line Podcast, as well as on Google Podcasts and the website www.thehindubusinessline.com. Until next time, this is Gitajli Devakar saying adieu, adieu to you. and you